This message comes from Capital One. Your business faces unique challenges and opportunities. That's why Capital One offers a comprehensive suite of financial services backed by the strength of a top 10 commercial bank. Visit CapitalOne.com slash commercial. Member FDIC. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Nora Rahm. President Biden is putting the blame for the death of opposition leader Alexei Navalny squarely on Russian President Vladimir Putin. NPR's Franco Ordonez reports he says the crime makes clear what's at stake in this moment with Russia. President Biden says he was not surprised but is outraged by the news of Alexei Navalny's death. Speaking at the White House, the president praised the opposition leader for his courage standing up to the Kremlin. He was so many things that Putin was not. He was brave. He was principled. Biden said there was no doubt that Putin was at fault. But make no mistake, make no mistake, Putin is responsible for Navalny's death. Putin is responsible. Biden said the tragedy underscores the stakes and the need for Congress to approve a package of aid to Ukraine for its defense against Russia. Franco Ordonez. NPR News, the White House. On a different subject, in the same White House appearance, Biden was asked about Israel's war against Hamas in Gaza. He said he's been urging Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu to announce a pause. Well, first of all, I've had extensive conversations with the Prime Minister of Israel over the last several days, almost an hour each. And uh, I've made the case, and I feel very strongly about it, that there has to be a uh, a temporary ceasefire to get the prisoners out, to get the hostages out. Hamas militants are believed to still be holding 134 hostages in Gaza. 112 have been freed. They were abducted when Hamas attacked Israel on October 7th. Biden said he's hopeful a temporary ceasefire will allow the remaining hostages to be released. He said in the meantime, he hopes the Israelis won't make any land invasion. Kansas City police say two juveniles have been arrested in connection with this week's shooting following the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade. Meanwhile, local lawmakers are expressing frustration with Missouri's weak gun laws. Salisa Kalakal reports. Forty years ago, the Missouri legislature passed a law preventing local governments from enacting their own gun restrictions. Supporters said it would lead to uniformity on gun laws statewide. But gun control advocates say it means lawmakers in Kansas City cannot pass any meaningful local gun control laws. Only the Missouri legislature has that authority, and they've used it to weaken gun restrictions. Kansas City Mayor Quinton Lucas said it's like being stuck between a rock and a hard place. Other local lawmakers are not hopeful the Republican-dominated legislature will pass gun reform anytime soon. For NPR News, I'm Salisa Kalakal in Kansas City. This is NPR News. The rotunda at the National Archives in Washington is still closed after protesters smeared powder on the case holding the U.S. Constitution on Wednesday. NPR's Michael Copley reports. A video posted online shows two protesters covered in pinkish-red powder standing in front of the protective case that holds the Constitution. The National Archives has said the document wasn't harmed. The protesters called for the U.S. to take more aggressive actions to limit global warming and ensure a livable climate. There's been a surge of climate demonstrations in recent years. Some activists have targeted cultural sites and museums to draw attention to the threats from rising temperatures. In 2022, 
activists famously threw tomato soup on the glass case covering a painting by Vincent van Gogh at London's National Gallery. The protesters at the National Archives were charged with misdemeanors. They pleaded not guilty. Michael Copley, NPR News. A verdict is expected today in a New York state court in the civil fraud case against former President Donald Trump. The judge already has ruled that Trump inflated the value of his property in financial statements to banks and insurance companies to obtain more favorable contract terms. Today, the judge is expected to say how much Trump must pay in penalties and other sanctions. Senator Joe Manchin said today he does not plan to run for president. After the West Virginia Democrat announced he would not run for re-election, there was speculation he might run for president in a third party, since he was unhappy with the two leading candidates, Democrat President Biden and Republican and former President Trump. I'm Nora Rahm, NPR News in Washington. This message comes from NPR sponsor Mint Mobile. From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. So Mint Mobile is offering premium wireless starting at just $15 a month. To get your new phone plan for just $15, go to mintmobile.com switch.